back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And uh, I am so thrilled to have Jeffrey Shoyer joining me here today. And what I, what do I want to say about Jeffrey, uh, and, and let me just say it, is that as I started today's show, you heard me talk about courage. You heard me talk about standing up for the principles that we believe in, each and every one of us. And so, you know, Jeff comes to us to talk to us about some very important issues uh, regarding, as I said before, the big picture, why democracies need journalistic excellence. And we're going to talk about that in the context of the FCC's rulings and, you know, what it means to look at some of the laws, some of the rules that we are now moving beyond. What are the implications for us in getting the kind of information we need to get and Jeff is here to talk with us about that. Now, as an independent radio host, this is something near and dear to my heart. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining the Dr. Pat Show. It's a pleasure to be with you, Dr. Pat. You know, you have been someone out on the forefront. You have written articles, reviews, commentary. You have, you have gotten out into the world to take a look at what's at the very backbone, I believe, of our democracy. And that is freedom of speech. That is making sure that we get the information we need. You've stopped and you've written this book, The Soundbite Society, and how television helps the right and hurts the left. You also now are coming to us and we're looking at, you know, this next book, The Big Picture. What is the most important issue for us as citizens to pay attention to? In terms of the media, do you mean? Yes. Um, there are several, Dr. Pat, um, but we need quality media. That's the bottom line for our democracy. What, I, what impelled me to write this book was the realization that freedom of speech is great and very important, but it's not enough just to have freedom of speech. We need quality speech, and that means quality journalism, because democracy doesn't run just on having a great constitution in a vacuum-sealed case in Philadelphia or having great laws, um, and all of our laws aren't perfect by any means, but it needs informed, active citizenship. And informed, active citizenship is the, the fuel that makes the machine run. Without it, it doesn't go anywhere. Um, and that requires good journalism. It also requires good education before we become consumers of journalism. But good journalism is the daily education we need to feed, uh, the, to fuel the machine of democracy, so to speak. And uh, that's, that's where I come out in terms of uh, where media fit into the bigger picture of democracy. How, how do, Jeff, how do you define good, uh, good journalism? A tough question, but uh, I, I look at several, several aspects or phases of journalism that are critically important, and they're not the only important ones. Certainly getting the truth and not getting at something else is very important. Getting the whole truth, getting explanation, what I call context, uh, is critical, not just facts and not just sound bites uh, or tabloid headlines or images that strike us but don't, ex don't inform us. So it's facts. It's context. And the third thing, which is crucial to me, is independence. It's uh, having facts and context presented to us in a way that is not biased. Or if it is biased, the bias is at least uh, disclosed and overt. 
So that's my trinity, fact, context, and independence. There are certainly other important things in, about journalism, investigative journalism that uncovers things that need to be uncovered for an informed citizenship, things of that nature. Um, there are many different kinds of journalism and different audiences and different ways of uh, transmitting information and different cycles in which it's transmitted and time timelines, etc. There are many dimensions to it, but for me, the core trinity is those three things, facts, context, independence. You know, uh, Jeff, I, I want to thank you for joining the show today. Uh, earlier in the show, um, I, I took a moment to talk about the assassination. Um, yes, I literally uh, just uh, heard about here, it. Uh, Budo this morning. Yeah, I, I just I heard about it. A little bit about courage. I talked a little bit about um, what that means in terms of my own personal journey. And, you know, at the same time, I, I am really struck by the questions that I think are being raised and I think some of them being raised by you, and that is, you know, how can we assure ourselves that the information, the news coverage, that what we're getting is going to provide us with what some people call the truth? Yes, well, it comes from having a diversity of sources, for one thing, Pat. It comes from having a culture, which I think by and large we do have, that doesn't tolerate untruth once it's been exposed. Um, there's nothing to prevent someone like a Jason Blair at the New York Times from coming along every once in a while and making up stories. There are ways to minimize the uh, frequency of such things, and there are ways to deal with them when they happen, as the Times did a few years ago. Um, but you can never have a, an information universe that's absolutely pure. Um, what you need is diversity and quality and formats that lend themselves to uh, unvarnished truth as opposed to the varnished kinds we get often uh, because news outlets are either politically engaged or economically engaged or in some way diverted from simply telling the world as they see it. You know, Jeff, and, and one of the things that I believe was, um, let's call it the inspiration for you writing the book, is that sharply divided FCC vote uh, to ease a, a, a three-decade-old rule. And yeah. let's talk well, a little bit about that rule, because I think there are some very significant implications. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the ruling last week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was there were two rulings, actually. And as far as I can tell, one of them was good and the other was not good. Okay. Uh, the good one placed controls on uh, ownership in the cable market so that no single company could own, I believe, more than 30% of the cable market. Um, that's better than nothing. Uh, some regulation is better than no regulation because regulation uh, helps competition. It doesn't interfere with competition. Uh, and it helps quality by in encouraging different, more diversity of outlets. Uh, the other ruling said that newspapers owners could cross-own more radio and TV stations in the same market. You know, Dr. Pat, they've been issuing rulings like this for 30 or 40 years, gradually deregulating the information environment. And uh, I'm not an expert on regulation per se, but I can tell you that uh, it's, it's, it's coincided with the gradual 
conglomeratization of American media and the corporatization of American media. And I think most American citizens are now pretty have a pretty good understanding that that's been bad news for us as citizens, uh, that we've had fewer and fewer outlets and more larger and larger corporations controlling them. We've had uh, great newspapers like the Minneapolis Star Tribune recently taken over by uh, an equity fund, uh, uh, basically by corporate managers who have no interest in quality journalism. Their only interest is the bottom line. And frankly, I don't think the bottom line is, in the, is consistent with quality journalism. There are, there are exceptions to that. There are great uh, journalistic outlets in the private sector if you know where to find them. But to get back to the FCC, they've been deregulating forever, and it hasn't helped our democracy one bit. They are enemies of the people, and they, are, they have been regulating. As long as they've been controlled by the Republicans, they've been regulating in favor of uh, profit for, for media owners, not in favor of good journalism. And I think last week's mixed ruling is an example of that. And there are many implications that, you know, you certainly do point out. Uh, and I think that, you know, uh, the comments that my listeners have made, information that I've gotten, that all of us have gotten, is that uh, a number of people are moving more and more away from even listening or paying attention to the news. Which, yeah, which is I, a know, very I, bad thing. At some thing. level, I don't blame them. You don't blame them, but it, ignorance is not the, the best option. Right. Uh, opting out of society is, is opting out of citizenship is, is the wrong choice. And the right choice is to find the, the good outlets that exist out there, and if they don't exist, uh, find one to support, find one to start one, do whatever you can to, to get a good quality news. I don't think it's a question of searching for some uh, holy grail of truth. I think we get basically pretty much uh, the facts presented to us are correct if we're if we're looking at reputable publications and broadcasts, um, it's not so much that we're being lied to. It's that we're not getting uh, diversity and that we're not getting quality of explanation uh, uh, of journalism and we're not getting enough independent journalism free of biases or at least free of uh, undisclosed biases. And that's going to be the topic when we come back from break. I'm thrilled to be speaking with... Uh, Jeffrey Shoya joining me here today, and we're talking about many, many things, but one of the things that at least got my attention was, you know, the most recent uh, uh, book that he's written, The Big Picture, Why Democracies Need Journalistic Excellence. When we come back, we're going to take, talk more about that, what it means, why it is important to get plugged in, uh, why it's important to find out what we need to know about what's going on, and then what are some of what we would call some reputable places for us to look towards and get our media from. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. What's ahead for you or your business in 2008? Get your custom roadmap for next year from internationally known astrologer Madeline Gerwick. Find out how to best focus your time and energy for the challenges and opportunities ahead. Call Madeline Gerwick at Polaris Business Guides for a personal or business consultation. Also ask about good timing for important events. 
Call toll-free 877-524-8300. That's 877-524-8300. Having someone in your corner with knowledge and expertise fully dedicated to your success is the best way to meet your weight and health goals. I'm Angela Pfeiffer, certified nutritionist and owner of The Nourished Body. I am dedicated to teaching you how to eat right and coaching you through the gradual lifestyle changes needed not only to lose weight, but to keep it off for good. If you're frustrated with those extra pounds that you just can't seem to lose, do something about it. Take the first step. I make healthy easy and I make it fun. Take the first step by calling me at 425-747-5282. Are you carrying around unwanted emotional baggage that is keeping you from living the life your heart desires? Kathy Brody can help you lose that baggage without even going to the airport. You don't have to spend a year in therapy to get rid of bad habits and ideas that don't serve you. Access your own wisdom with hypnosis, regression techniques, reconnected healing, guided imagery, and inverse wave therapy. Stop smoking, manage stress, and handle transition. Call today for your appointment. 206-546-8266. Kathy Brody at Harvest of the Heart can help you start your new life today. Harvest of the Heart. Would you like one of the most rewarding sales jobs of your life? The Dr. Pat Show has rapidly grown into a number one talk radio show, hailed for its remarkable guests, sponsors with integrity, and amazing listeners. Dr. Pat is in search of a creative, self-starting, energetic person to join the marketing team. If you're interested in helping to promote and sustain the Dr. Pat Show, submit your resume to pat at thedrpatshow.com. This is your opportunity to make a difference in the world. The Empowerment Partnership, empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership, whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to NLP.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. Check this out. Did you know that spending just 30 minutes a day in a portable sauna that uses far-infrared technology can burn hundreds of calories, rid your body of toxins, and reduce pain? Listeners of the Dr. Pat Show can enter to win a portable infrared sauna from Detox America. Enter by December 31st by calling 888-338-6987 or send a message with your contact information to info at detoxamerica.com and in the subject line, put the Dr. Pat Show sauna giveaway. Get current weather, traffic, and news. Visit 1150kknw.com and stay informed with Alternative Talk 1150 AM. back everyone welcome back to the dr pat show as i said this is talk radio to thrive by and what we do each and every day is we provide you with information education tools that will help you step up and thrive in life and to create the life you desire being educated being informed and knowing that you have the power right with inside yourself to take the action that you need to take i know that my guest uh jeff uh sawyer is joining me here today and I want to say that this is an individual that has been taking action all of his life to shine the light on one of the, what I believe is the key principles, essence, and action of democracy and what we live by in this country. And he's joining us here today because we're talking about getting informed about our media. 
many of you listen to the Dr. Pat show and you think, wow, this is great. This is, you know, outstanding. Well, the bottom line is that I come to this station as what you call an independent radio host and have been able to and blessed to buy airtime so I can bring you the kind of show you desire. Today we're talking about what we can know, what we can learn from Jeff to help each and every one of us know that we can preserve the democracy that we've established. Jeff, thank you for joining us. Pleasure to be with you, Pat. Now, let's before we, we go on, because we, you and I have got a big conversation coming up here, let's make sure our listeners have your website and how they can find out how to get a copy of the book. Sure. Uh, the website is www.jshoyer.com. That's J-S-C-H-E-U-E-R. And you can get the book on Amazon, or you can order it at 1-800-634-7064. Okay, I and I want to mention to everyone that if you go to my website, uh, com, you're going to see a link right on that homepage. Uh, to Jeff's profile page that we created and then to his website. So a lot of ways to find out more about what he's doing and more about the book. You know, Jeff, again, I want to thank you for joining us at such short notice. I, I feel that this is such an important conversation, and I wanted to ask you, you know, uh, the many years that you have been doing this work and your work is recognized by many, many people, many organizations you have written for, the New York Times, the Post, the Washington Post, the Los Angeles Times, it's Chicago. Not the New York Post. Pat. Not the uh, New York Post yet. <laughs> not the New uh, the Washington Post. Right. Yes, not the New York Post yet. No, I, I'm familiar with that uh, publication. But in your journey and what you've discovered, I wanted to ask you from your perspective because you have focused on this. What changes have you seen? And I want to go back as far as you know when I was in my teens, the Vietnam War. What kinds of changes have you seen? in the way that information is getting to us? Are we getting the full picture? Well, I think the question is, are we seeking the full picture is more important. All right, that's the, a good question. The, because the, the, the full picture is out there. There's been an explosion of media outlets, especially the Internet, which is the most significant uh, addition to the media scene in our lifetimes, uh, at least since the advent of television. And... Um, there's, you know, there's good stuff and bad stuff on the Internet and in the blogosphere, too. Uh, I don't think either one is a silver bullet uh, solution to the quality of journalism. They are options. They're, they are avenues that could be developed in good directions. Um, but one of the themes in my books, Dr. Pat, is that education and journalism are joined at the hip. If people are media literate, they're going to find good journalism out there. They're going to they're going to be motivated uh, to find it, and uh, and education is really key to making people good good media consumers. Um, what's changed for the good? Uh, well, let's get back to what's changed for the bad. There's been an explosion of tabloidism, especially reality television, and we've always had tabloids newspapers around. Um, there's a lot of more uh, infotainment and more more uh, slanted news like Fox News, for example. Uh, I'm not against that kind of thing as long as there's some uh, mainstream, and I don't mean the mainstream we have, but a mainstream of journalism that at least tries to be neutral 
so that we have a common language to talk about when we have our arguments. And we do have to have our arguments, uh, political arguments, uh, but we need a, a basis of facts and explanations to have those arguments that are, that are relatively more objective. Um, so the, the size of the media universe has changed. That's the biggest thing, I think. Um, and uh, there, are, there, are, there are some positive things that have changed as well. The, the beginnings of a media literacy movement in this country, especially in New Mexico and certain areas where it's been stressed, um, there are the beginnings of a media reform movement, which is a very important uh, trend toward having more independent, mostly Internet-based, independent journalism that's not commercial and not sometimes political, sometimes not. But that's a very good, healthy sign, and I hope it continues. And, and these are really important things, I think, for me to hear and, and, and hopeful and encourage. You know, but the bottom line, Jeff, I mean, isn't the bottom line, you know, how willing are we as individuals to get in, involved and to, to seek out and say, wow, this is what I'm interested in, or this is what I'm really not interested in? And Absolutely. But I, I think we, we have to guard against the sort of defeatism that says the media are terrible, so we opt out of it, or there's nothing good. There's nothing good there. There are good things. There are great books that you can read in uh, your local independent bookstore that will tell you what's going on in the world, not this week, but this year. Uh, that's where some of the best journalism is. There's been an explosion of great documentary film journalism in the last few years. Uh, so there are very healthy things happening, as well as the negative things like the FCC ruling that, that, that doesn't do uh, a favor to the American people. And, you know, I wanted to talk about that, Jeff, because this, is, this to me, is, is absolutely part of what I call the law of cause and effect. And what I mean by that is, yes, you and I can sit and talk about all of the awful things that we think has happened, but what you've just said is so important. As and a if, result, I can just add to that, if I can just add to that, Dr. Pat, if okay. you want to do something very specific, if you're a parent, Make sure there's a media literacy program in your school so that your kids are taught to appreciate the value of good journalism, what it is, and what is not good journalism. Is what I'm being told important to my community, to the world, not just to me, that kind of thing? Does it, does, does, you know, kids have to learn how important news is as well as to be discriminating news consumers, uh, to understand what bias is, to understand how, uh, Advertisers may uh, slant things and may may even advertise to, to manipulate kids. Uh, that's the things our kids should be taught in schools to be sophisticated about, and that will train the next generation of adults to be very good citizens. Well said, Jeff. And you know, do we right now? Are we seeing this kind of response from our from parents, from young people? in terms of the information now we're getting about the environment? Well, probably not. Probably not enough. But I, as I said earlier, I do see healthy signs that I think there's going to be a very gradual evolution toward a much healthier media universe, more democratic media universe. I see it as a 20, 30-year uh, process that's beginning with this media reform movement uh, in the last few years. 
ultimately, I think the answer is going to be having nonprofit media uh, that are less biased, that are more quality-oriented, that are not profit-oriented, along with the commercial media that we have and that are not going to go away. Well, you know, Jeff, I want to thank you for doing what you're doing. You certainly have given us a, a lot to think about. And I want to make sure that everybody has your website again and uh, a way to order the book. Thanks, Dr. Pat. It's jshoyer.com, and uh, the book can be ordered at 1-800-634-7064, and it's called The Big Picture, Why Democracies Need Journalistic Excellence. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jeff, for joining the show today. Uh, and this is a, such an important conversation for so many of us. I, too, believe in not opting out. I believe we have to be fully engaged in our lives and make sure that we are plugged in to not only what's going on in our immediate universe, but beyond. That's why I do the Dr. Pat Show. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we've got another powerful hour of talk radio to provide you with. Kicking it off. Dr. Timothy Brantley. We'll be right back. 